Listener-supported KFUO invites you to listen live to our annual share It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. Share 2017, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 15th chapter. And the soldiers led Jesus away inside the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole battalion. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they were striking his head with a reed, and spitting on him, and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak, and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. And they compelled a passer-by, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, and they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him, and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And the inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Chris Hull from Zion Lutheran Church in Tomball, Texas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. On my heart imprint your image, blessed Jesus, King of grace, that life's riches, cares, and pleasures never may your work erase. Let the clear inscription be, Jesus crucified for me, is my life, my hope's foundation, and my glory and salvation. Amen. Our text today is Mark fifteen sixteen to 32, the account of Jesus being mocked, and the crucifixion. When we look at this text, we see the passion of our Lord Christ. We've seen him go through Gethsemane, sweating blood, praying to his Father, seeing his apostles just run and flee and abandon him, people lying about him, bearing false testimony against him, spitting on him, ridiculing him, beating him. This has been a a terrible passion, looking at the things done to our Lord Christ. And it all climaxes in the crucifixion, being nailed to the tree, 
with the little insignia on the top, the king of the Jews, to mock him, to say this is, you know, Pilate writes, he is the king of the Jews, this is the king of the Jews, and the Jewish people wanted to say, no, he just claimed to be that. And that's the problem with the passion of Jesus here, is the Jews, and even we today, that law is not striking us. When we look at the passion of our Lord Christ, outside of acknowledging our own sin and who Jesus truly is, the passion of Jesus is merely a revelation of God's wrath. Luther even says that um, in some of his writings, and you uh, find it in the formula of Concord as well, that the preaching of the suffering and death of Christ, the Son of God, is a serious and terrifying proclamation and declaration of God's wrath. But that is only when we see, when, when we don't receive the law as it's meant to be received. When we either receive, hear the law and we live in smugness, as if we do live up to this righteousness, or we despair like Judas did and don't even believe that God could ever be merciful unto us. Then we look at the cross and see, say, see there, you see the wrath of God. You see how much God hates sin. He killed his own son. But yes, Jesus died because God does hate sin. But more than that, the reason our Lord Christ died on the cross is because God loves us. Is because Jesus loves us. That's why he did not open his mouth at all when people were bearing false testimony against him, when they were striking him. He kept his mouth shut and went uncomplaining forth to the cross, to Calvary, to bear our sin and be our Savior. So now when we hear of the passion of our Lord Christ, we can take great comfort in it, because by his stripes we are healed, as Isaiah said. He is the Lamb of God who bears our sin. And on the cross, yes, we see the most gruesome death, but it is our death that Jesus dies. He dies our death for us, bears our sin for us, and goes into the tomb for us, descends into hell for us, and is risen for us, that we may be saved, that his death is not a declaration of the law to us that unless you live this way, you will perish as well. Yes, it is that, but more than that, it is God's word to us that in this death we have life eternal. May we continuously seek comfort in the passion of our Lord Christ, knowing that he has done all of these things for us, that he now preaches to us grace, consoles us in his blood, and grants us life and salvation in the forgiveness of our sins. May we take heart in that. May the devil be silenced, the world be hushed, and the old Adam drowned anew that we hear only the voice of our Savior Jesus that says, I've done all things to make you new, to declare you forgiven and righteous before my Father forever. Amen.